0: 160 million small businesses power the global economy, yet 61% struggle with cash flow, and 43% are at risk of making payroll. That's the facts, but SmartBook SmartTax is here to fight back. You're listening to the number one podcast, where SMBs come to win. Join us as we chat with top experts in bookkeeping, accounting, tax, and and finance to help SMBs get better we came to win
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I have a special guest in the house with me today. Michael Lee is the CEO of Reconciled, an online bookkeeping and business advisory practice based in Burlington, Vermont. Michael launched Reconciled in 2015. The firm has quickly grown to be a nationally recognized firm of the future. Michael, how are you doing today?
2: Great. I'm doing well, Vernon. Thanks for having me on.
1: I know that we invited you on the show today to talk about the five financial practices every small business owner should know. And before we get into those, I would like to kind of learn a little bit more about you uh, or let the listeners learn a little bit more about you by maybe sharing some of your backstory and how you got to where you are today.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, great. Um, So yeah, I I, uh, am in Burlington, Vermont. I've been here for about seven and a half years. I'm originally from Arizona. Um, I met and married my wife um, back in 2006, and uh, she is from Vermont originally, so we had about a handful of years living in Seattle after we met in Arizona, and started having kids and decided to be near family, and so that led us here to to be in Vermont, and so we're uh, not too far from, from my wife's side of the family to help us raise our three young kids here. Um, I got started doing CFO consulting work in the area. For a number of years and quickly realized that entrepreneurs um, in Vermont as well as probably the rest of the country very similar in that they don't they didn't get into business to do accounting work. <laughs> they didn't get into business to manage cash. They really got into business to pursue their passion or their dream of, of the product or service they're offering to the market. So oftentimes their cash flow and their uh, financial management skills were lacking. Um, Their accounting record's pretty bad. And so I wanted to go out and create a way to solve that. And that's when I launched Reconciled in August of 2015, Um, so almost four years ago. And now we're a team of about 20 people spread across seven states. And we serve customers probably in more than a dozen states throughout the country, all entrepreneurs or small business owners, um, ranging in a variety of different industries. And we're providing them full stack uh, bookkeeping services as well as CFO services, as uh, as basically their outsource provider to handle all of that.
1: And so, the five financial practices that every small business owner should know. I believe that uh, we're going to be diving into those today. Let's start with number one. I believe it's sell, sell, sell.
2: Yes, yes. So it's uh, interesting to start off with this one because um, most people would not think of selling as related to financial management. But one of the reasons why I say sell, sell, sell is as, as we've worked with hundreds of, of entrepreneurs across the country, one uh, common uh, thing I noticed is that uh, not only do they have a hard time with their own financial records, I meet a a lot of entrepreneurs surprisingly who are afraid to go out there and focus on selling. Um, So when you, Start your business Um, unless you're a programmer who is literally spending your time programming, and you've raised a ton of money uh, to to spend that time programming. Well, you spent your time selling in regards to going to raise that money. But for the majority of small business owners and entrepreneurs, you need to focus your time on the majority of your time on selling your product or service. And so, you actually need to lean on uh, doing that as the major as the majority of your schedule. And selling, selling, selling means that you'll be bringing in revenue and acquiring customers, which will then give you the time as well as the uh, means to spend the money on the appropriate expenses for your business um, and therefore have something to record or have a business that lasts. So uh, selling or sell, sell means go ahead and you know focus at your time as an entrepreneur on first on acquiring customers. Do not be afraid to go out there and sell the product or service you're offering there's somebody that is willing to pay for your product or service. And it's a matter of you uh, finding that customer base, knowing them, knowing what they're, what they want, um, and then offering it to them um, in a valuable way. So sell, sell, sell is kind of the first financial management piece because you obviously don't have a business without customers that are paying for you.
1: Absolutely. And number two.
2: Number two, um, point number two on the five tips for financial management is to start using a a system to record your transaction um, and that system could be literally a excel spreadsheet it could be a google spreadsheet it could be a piece of paper a, a notebook but to set aside 30 minutes a week and to record your spend and as well as the money coming in um, and the reason for this is that you want to start creating discipline around your financial management and like i mentioned earlier most entrepreneurs and small business owners this is the side of their business that they're weakest in, so you know I I'm going to encourage our clients. We're going to encourage people that are listening to you on the on the show to go ahead and just set aside thirty minutes a week. It could be Friday at four, or it could be Monday morning at eight, or Saturdays at ten. Just set aside the same amount of time every week, same time, same day, and put that on your calendar and know that you have that thirty minutes to start recording how you spent money that week, whether it was. Um, you know your credit card, your receipts for your meals, uh, how you use your credit card, um, how you use your debit card, what checks you might have written, what uh, memorized trend, um, payments that you've put online. If you have subscriptions you're paying for, like Dropbox or Google Suite, you want to record all those in some kind of um, record, some kind of system. It could be as simple, again, as a notebook, or it could be QuickBooks Online or Zero. Um, but to set aside 30 minutes and for you to do that work. And that will start creating the discipline in you um, to be set set for the future as you try to learn where is your money coming in from and where is your money going for your business. And number three. Number three, to learn your unit economics. So this one's the probably a harder one for a lot of people to understand. But the term unit, unit economics really um, boils down to for every dollar you receive, from selling your product or service, how much of that dollar goes out um, in the product you're creating or the product you're buying to sell or in paying for the labor to provide the service that you're, you're selling. So your new economics tells you for every dollar I get or I receive, I spend X amount of it and therefore what I have less, left is gross margin or gross profit margin. Um, so, for example, in most professional services firms like Reconciled, for every dollar we charge, we may spend 30 to 40% of that dollar on labor, on benefits, on software to do our service. And 60 to 70% is left as gross profit margin that we can set aside or put towards our overhead costs like rent, um, utilities, the internet bill um, other other more fixed costs you know um, my assistant or general labor and then that would give us a net profit margin but knowing your unit economics is important because it tells you how much money you'll make um, you'll actually make for every dollar you bring in from a customer and that tells you then if your business model is the type that has a high gross margin so therefore you don't have to scale the business as fast to to cover your overhead, or if it's a low um, unit in economics business, where like a grocery store or restaurant, where all your costs are are uh, poured in towards ingredients, food, and um, and labor, maybe maybe. And so, if you have a low gross margin business like a grocery store or restaurant, then you need to sell a higher volume of services or products in order to actually have enough money to cover your overhead. So knowing for every dollar where you, what it takes to to serve or sell that product or service, uh, what that costs. And so therefore what do you have left for every dollar you bring in? That's really important to know for your business and can tell you whether or not you have a business that can scale. Got it.
1: Got it. And number four.
2: Number four Number four is get familiar with your basic financial statements. So um, it's really important that an entrepreneur understands basic financial statements, such as their balance sheet, their income statement, and their cash flow projection. Um, Basic financial statements are really important because you're going to have many different people asking you about the financials of your business. You're going to have a bank asking you, an outside investor, maybe a family member that's giving you some seed money. Um, Or maybe you want to work with a large, large customer, like a customer that's a Fortune 500 company, and they're requiring you to provide a financial statement so that they know that your business is a solvent business and is not going to go out of business a year from now if they start doing business with you. So you want to know the basics of a balance sheet, the basics of an income statement, and then you want to be able to put together a basic cash flow projection for your business so that you can manage cash for the future, both in the short term and in the long run, and know whether or not your business can sustain itself, or if you have to go get outside capital to sustain it. Um, these three pieces can be easily learned by just Googling um, on YouTube or on Google uh, the basics of a balance sheet, basis of income statement, or basis of a cash flow projection. And usually there's templates online that you can use to help help build these basic statements. Uh, the easiest thing to do would be to actually use an accounting software like QuickBooks Online or Zero that lets you put... Uh, your financial transactions in and automatically creates these financial statements for you so that you don't have to manually create them um, in Excel or another another outside spreadsheet. But knowing these are really important because then you'll be able to kind of be comfortable with explaining your business and the financials of your business. And it will make you look more attractive to bankers or outside investors because they know that they're working with an entrepreneur that's competent in these basic financials.
1: And number five, the last one.
2: The fifth one is working with an outside advisor or bookkeeper. So um, this last piece is something obviously that we provide as reconciled, but um, I encourage entrepreneurs um, that are listening to your show that they go and seek out an outside advisor. That could be a CPA they've been working with. That could be um, an ac- uh, accountant or CPA. could be a, a bookkeeper, a really skilled bookkeeper. You wanna work with an outside advisor for at least two reasons. One is um, the value of the time you're spending in regards to recording your accounting transactions and doing your own accounting, that time is really valuable as an entrepreneur. And you could be spending that time selling more product or service instead of doing your own accounting records, which honestly is not what the value you provide as an entrepreneur to your business. So go going work going to work with a skilled bookkeeper or accountant, you know they're going to get it done right the first time, and you know they're they're, they're going to have those numbers put together for you for a fairly affordable price. And then the second reason you want to work with an outside advisor is that all of the accounting um, software companies have done the research on this, and they they have said um, that small business owners and entrepreneurs that work with an outside advisor on their business are anywhere from 50% to 80% more likely to still be in business three to five years from the start date. So wow. from a ratio perspective, it's really important if you want to give yourself an even bigger probability of success, working with an outside advisor gives you that probability. An advisor being somebody who can objectively tell you financially how your business is doing and help you make financial Business decisions. So we're not talking about just like a generic coach or somebody who talks about being a business advisor. We're talking about somebody who really understands the financials of your business. That's the kind of person you want to work with.
1: That is a, a staggering statistic. I, I, I never knew. This is my first time hearing about that. But um, I know that most businesses fail. So that's. I mean, just by having an accountant or bookkeeper, I mean you're you're increasing your your odds of. Of staying in the game a lot longer, just by yeah. just
2: doing that simple thing, yeah, yeah exactly yeah and and the accounting software companies have been able to do the research on this, and they know because they can see all the businesses that stay on their platform and all the ones that close down their businesses, right, mm. so they can see the stats at a macro level of who's still in business and then whose accounting records have to be shut down because they've gone out of business, and uh they 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 know that the ones that are connected with an advisor. Are more, than, are more than likely than not to stay in business after the first three to five years. And that's, you know, that period is the hardest part to get through, is those first three to five years. Um, and almost always it relates to cash flow and it relates to financial management. Um, and that's that's where these, you know, five tips of financial management are going to be really important for any entrepreneur or small business owner.
1: So, I want to recap for the listeners, Michael, just so they uh can kind of take this all in. I know we covered a lot here today. uh starting from the top number one, we had sell sell, sell focusing on selling uh, is a key right That's how you create cash flow for the business that allows you to hire more people that allows you to invest in um other tools, software things that you may need to bring on to uh better your operation. Number two was spend thirty minutes a week. Uh, Plus, have a financial system for recording your transactions. Uh, Number three was unit economics. I like this. For every dollar that's received, how much goes out? And basically, what's left is your, uh, your gross profit margin. We talked about high profit margin businesses versus low profit gross margin um, businesses. And then we also talked about number four was the financial statements, understanding and having uh, some basic competence around a balance sheet income statement and cash flow projections. This is going to allow you to not only um, bring on and track investors, but it's going to allow you to Uh, Just be more competent in how you run your business and how you look at things. Uh, Number five uh, was the last one, which is to find outside help, whether that's an accountant or a bookkeeper bookkeeper and the two reasons why you want to do that is because the value of your time obviously as the CEO as the founder as somebody who's running a startup you know you should be focusing on generating business if you're focusing on accounting bookkeeping and record keeping that's actually taking you away from things that are you know or are not are, are less valuable in terms of where your time should be spent and then the staggering stat that 50 to 60% Uh, of businesses are more likely to be in business in three to five years if they have an accountant and bookkeeper. Did I miss anything,
2: Michael? No, that's, that's, that's really, really great. Yeah. And and I would say that last set, just to make sure you heard that correctly, is that you, you are, um, you are 50 to 60, 50 to 80% more likely to be in business if you work with an outside advisor. So your probability goes up um, significantly by working with an outside advisor. And that's one of the biggest recommendations I can make.
1: For the listeners out there who may be interested in Reconciled and what you guys are doing, or maybe chatting with you or your team, or where can they find you, Michael?
2: Yeah, you can, you can find us on um, on on social on any social platform as well as online. You just look look up getreconciled.co, getreconciled.co, or go to the social po- po- profiles and look up Get Reconciled, and you're, you'll find us and you'll find information about us um and we're happy to 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 talk to any entrepreneur even if you don't have a business yet but you're you're trying to get started or maybe you're years into it and you haven't put any of these systems into place and you need help doing that or maybe you've got yourself in a bind and we've helped we've helped entrepreneurs get who have gotten themselves into a bind whether it's um with financial debt for their business or with a plan that was not well executed um we help them get around that as well from a financial and accounting perspective so Feel free to reach out.
1: Who are your most ideal clients?
2: That's right. We, we work with a number of industries, but um, from an entrepreneur's perspective, it's got to be somebody who um, sees the value of working with an outside partner and wants to do that virtually or online and knows that our team is made up of you know um, U.S.-based experts in, in bookkeeping and accounting um also from a from a company or industry standpoint we work very well with e-commerce companies professional services companies saas software companies um anybody that do, do, does any kind of light manufacturing like an artisan or uh, um or a, a artisanal craft uh, person who does some light manufacturing or small batches um or and then anybody in the alcohol space so breweries distilleries cideries Um, we generally work very well with those segments and have a high concentration of customers in those segments.
1: Fantastic. Michael, thank you so much for stopping by. I would love to have you back uh, in the future to chat more. And uh, guys, if you want to find out more about uh, Michael's company and what they're doing, we'll have that in the show notes. Just head over to smartbooksmarttax.com and that's where you'll be able to find all the resources
2: for this episode. Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Are you a small business owner looking for ways to improve cash flow? Leverage the latest tax strategies or learn from top experts. Head over to smartbooksmarttax.com for more episodes just like this one, along with actionable takeaways, show notes, and much more.